regretting purchases. Are you a person who regrets things you buy? Oh, these are interesting topics, Luke. Yeah. Weird. Do you do you regret buying anything? Um, do you have any instances? I mean, everyone regrets buying something. How about you start? So I, I can think <laughs> of my regrets. Uh, What's your number one regret? Number one regret? It's really embarrassing. It's like really embarrassing. Uh, I... I totally got scammed by like those like scammy like timeshare thingies. Is this a true story? Oh yeah. Oh no, this is all this is all true, Brian. <laughs> okay. This, we don't we don't make this up. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna tell the story just because I want people to not do what I did. <laughs> like I played super hard to get. Like so, uh, background of the story. My mom like had me sign. Up. She's like, "Oh yeah, I totally signed up for this vacation thing, and like for a hundred dollars, you get vouchers to fly on airplanes." How and like, are, how old are you? <sighs> Too old. Like twenty three. Ooh, that is old, Luke. I was twenty three, probably, when that happened. And like it was like a hundred dollars, and of course we got nothing. And my, I was like, mom, are you sure? This seems like a, no, I know, I know. And so we all, like, all, all of us got, like, my mom, me, and, like, my brother got scammed. So anyways. So all three of you paid $100. Yeah. To? Uh, it, oh, what was it called? I can't remember what it's called. Because it merged in, like, a, a more legitimate, quote, unquote, company bought it out. Now, this is where it gets really embarrassing. And you're going to look down on me with shame. No, I won't. Yes, you will. Uh -uh. Uh, so I get a call that says, hey, this is Dream Vacation Getaways. We know you got scammed with this other one. We've bought out the company, um, you know, and uh, so we're kind of offering to you for $500 to be part of like a lifetime membership to the Dream Vacation Getaway. And uh, okay, you have, well, hold on, but what is a dream vacation getaway? If you go to dreamvacationgetaway.org, you can log <laughs> in. Uh, what it is is basically like you get like three weeks that you can like buy at timeshares. Now, here's the thing though you have to buy the like you have to pay on top of this. So, like the $500 a membership fee. Now, they told me it's a one time membership fee, and like they did have really good condos at low prices. Now, like it's a one time membership fee. You know, if you have a normal, like it's lifetime $500. And I kind of looked at it and I was like, I don't know. Like, you know, I do like to travel mm -hmm. and like, but I am pretty travel savvy. Like, I can get deal, I can get really great deals mm -hmm. on my own. Uh -huh. Like, I don't like, I don't need it like these like clubs, you know, I know some people just need something to get them out the door to take a vacation. Yeah. I'm not that kind of person. Uh -huh. Like, but I was like, well, there are some pretty good deals on this website. And I was like, kind of going back and forth and I play, I like, I agonized over it. And I was like, ah, but they're, they bought out this other one. They do seem legit. Like the website looks okay. Like there's no real complaints against them and like the guy's like look i'll throw in an extra week if you do it and like i was like okay like fine whatever like this is a long arduous process and like my my stomach is sinking as i think about this right now <laughs> were you talking on the phone with him oh yeah okay yeah um so i did it i finally did it and you like paid 500 bucks i paid 500 you paid 500 dollars, luke i but i have a lifetime membership no here's the thing though they're like it's it's a membership fee one time you know because like my parents have a timeshare and they pay at least that month 
uh, about that much yearly to like maintain uh-huh. their their timeshare. But this is just like a club where you, you're you're buying the traded timeshare stuff for like really cheap. Uh-huh. Like you could get like a week in Maui for like three hundred dollars or something like that. And so you're part of this club that you have access to this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think technically I still do. I've never bought any of it. Um, because I don't have any money, Brian. I'm like, why did I, I do know, this? Why did I do this? So what's the catch? So fast forward a year, they're like, Hey, you haven't used this. Also, you need to pay this month, uh, this annual web fee for web maintenance. And I was like, I thought you said no membership fees. And they're like, Oh no, 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 sir. This is not a membership fee. This is a web maintenance fee. So you can access our website because you can't book without our website. So you just have to pay us $250 a year to like get access to your web page. And I was like, well, that's, I'm calling bullshit on this. And they're like, what, what did you say, sir? And I was like, I got angry. I was like, this is bullshit. And actually this is the second time they called me. Cause I was like, no, I'm not paying that. I don't have the money right now. And I'm not paying that. You said it's a one-time fee and I have a lifetime membership. They're like, you do have a lifetime membership, but you have to pay to access the webpage. And that's when I just like had a sinking feeling. Oh my and I was goodness. just like, this is a scam. I've been scammed. Like, and I kind of knew it out the gate and but they're kind of like hey you can sell your membership you know the membership that you're buying right now when you're transferring from this other one whatever this other super scammy thing was Uh and i am going to say that like this website's not complete like i probably could get a timeshare if i booked it so it's not a complete scam yeah but it's crazy shady yeah like crazy shady you know it's like one-time fee but you have to pay maintenance. Like, and I was like, I thought you said no maintenance fees. And they're like, well, it's not a maintenance fee. It's just a web access uh, deposit. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. Well, they probably know most of the people aren't going to even use oh. these. Oh, man. They just have this idea. And like, and I was like, well, you told me when I bought this that I could sell this. I, um, you know, and you said you'd help me if I decided that I didn't want this. I don't want this. And, uh, and they're like, oh. Well, we'll have someone call you by. And no one ever called me. Did you try calling them back? Uh, no, I just I get really stressed out thinking about it, like because I get embarrassed <laughs> I and I'm like stressed and like, and like I oh man, it just makes me and like they kept calling me like consistently for a while. I blocked the number in my phone. They got a new number. I blocked that number. Like, I just don't want to even deal with it. Cause they're, they're not going to help me sell it. Yeah. Like they have no vested interest in me selling this. Uh-huh. And part of me feels bad, like selling it to someone else. Unless I, I, I'll just be like full disclosure. Like, yeah. you know, and like I got it because I'm not much of a timeshare person, like going to the same vacation spot year after year, does not appeal to me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, this is neat because like I can get like timeshares for like cheap, but go to different places and not have to worry about a yearly maintenance fee. And it's kind of like I it's kind of like a Sam's Club or something. Like mm-hmm. I've paid for a membership and now I can just go pick and choose. Yeah. Well it's definitely a lot shadier than that. <sighs> and uh so that's like one of my things that like like probably like number one buyer's remorse probably just because it's like a big purchase too because it's like that's huge 500 bucks and i was just like ah i just and like i i want to get rid of it and sell it and like i even tried to like be like hey look friends you know you know i have access to this discount thing but now i don't even have it because they want me to pay this yearly 
web access fee or so something. You, so you can't even go to the website? Probably not. I haven't even tried. Oh. I kind of don't want it to like flag that I've been active on there. Yeah. <laughs> They'll call me, sir, sir, do you want? Oh, you're still you're alive. You still want, do you want to do this? Cause you have to pay us to do this. And I just, oh man, it just, it made me so angry. So yeah, the second time they called me and they're like, uh, you need to pay that because the guy's like, so That's you don't have the money now. Yeah. Why don't I call you in a month? And, uh, you know, maybe, will you have the money in a month? And I was like, I doubt it. That's amazing. And, and he's just, that. and so they called me a second time then month later and they're like, you're ready to pay that maintenance web maintenance fee or something like that. And I was like, that's bullshit. You told me. And like, I, that's when I was just like been like building up for a month of just like, oh, yeah. this is not right. Like, yeah. And uh, <sighs> it felt really good. Good. And, uh, like I wasn't crazy angry. I was just like very frank. I was like, no, what you're telling me is bullshit. And he's like, uh, I, 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 goodbye, sir. Like, and he just like hung up uh, and I was just like, he, I don't know. And I usually feel bad being mean to telemarketers, which is probably how I got into the situation where it like took them an hour to talk me into mm-hmm. buying it. Cause I felt bad being rude mm-hmm. and I'd been rude to them several times before. Like, like, no, I'm not interested. Hang up. Mm-hmm. Like they probably called me. 10 times over the course serious? of over the course of two years they probably called me 10 times Man. um and I, and I was in a point where i was like ready to travel like they just got me at the right moment where i was like i wanted to travel and i was like well it's not you know if i went out and booked this vacation on my own it probably would cost me 700 so 500 plus the 199 it's about the same price. And now I have a lifetime membership to this place. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it was about the same. Now I ended up not having to, because I had like medical bills and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah, they just caught, caught me when I was like, yeah, okay, maybe I'll do that. Mm. So yeah, that's, that's intense. Luke, we do oh my gosh, we know straight in <laughs> Luke's deep, dark secrets. <sighs> I hope no telemarketers are listening to this. I don't, well, mine, are definitely not that bad. <laughs> I mean, I can't even. For one, I have a terrible memory, so even thinking of bad purchases, I bought a bought a harmonica last week and it broke instantly. Oh no! So I regretted that, but it was a cheap one, so right. I deserved it. Um, when hmm. when you buy things, do you tend to buy cheaper? Like, do you just like try to buy the cheap thing, or like what's uh, yeah, most of the time I do, just because yeah. I'm super poor. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I like, yeah, I definitely. You can, you get what you pay for. It's, it's true. Mm-hmm. The adage is true. So, um, yeah, I really, I've been trying to think this entire time. Is my mic on? It looks like it. It's on. Yeah, it's on. Yeah. Um. I don't don't have any super. Yeah, so I think everything I've bought has been fairly intentional. So I didn't <laughs> I didn't regret it too much, except for maybe hmm. I don't know. Do you think Do you think out your purchases? Or are you like an impulse buyer, or do you like research your purchases? I'm definitely not a research savvy buyer, but uh-huh. um, I guess I'm like the I'm the look at the. The reviews buyer. That's okay. as far as my research goes. Mm-hmm. I usually look at like the f- top three reviews. <laughs> if those are good, I'll probably buy it. Those were probably bought from like Argentina or something. Yeah, exactly. 
This yeah. harmonica is the well, not... goodest. What was that? What? <laughs> Luke, come on. The mics the mics can't oh, pick that unbelievable. up. Unbelievable. Mics can't pick that up. <laughs> okay. Probably is the second time that's happened podcasting. I believe it. And my guests keep calling me out on it. Should let's see. Probably stop eating Mexican food. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> um eating Mexican food, that is. No one can. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I guess I guess I am uh I'm not an impulse buyer, but I'm definitely uh, mm-hmm. um yeah, I think about it a little not too much not too much. That but... was not me. <laughs> okay. That was the dog. Are you an impulse buyer? No, 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 no. Um though on occasion. But like again, my my impulse kind of like stuff like just builds up. The dream vacation was an impulse buy. Yeah, that was an impulse buy. And like there's there's been like a few things where like like I am a sucker for sales. Mm -hmm. Um and I bought like I most recently bought a GoPro. Um and that was an impulse buy, but it was like a hundred dollars off, like the newest GoPro. Um I'd been looking at cameras to add to my kit and like just paid yourself. What's that? You just paid yourself. Mm-hmm. Saving the hundred bucks. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, I mean, it was an impulse buy. I was not planning on buying a GoPro last month. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd been looking at cameras and thinking about GoPros and when it went on sale, I was like, okay, we're doing this. And so that, that was a kind of impulse buy, but get, but again, it's like months of research. It wasn't like, oh, I've heard of this, this GoPro looks amazing. Bye. Mm-hmm. Like I'd researched it. I knew what it had to offer me. I knew pros and cons about it. And then it went on sale and I was like, oh, okay. Um, you know, so I'm a sucker for sales, but impulse buys, not so much. I usually like sit with things in like my cart for like a week and I'm like, should I do it? Mm-hmm. Pros of doing it. Do I need the money somewhere else? Yeah. Hmm. If I don't drink any lattes this month, that's like $12. So that will pay for some of it. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just like, I like, I just like pro and con and then like, then I'll be like, oh, maybe I can get it cheaper somewhere else. And then I'll look somewhere else and like Google, like I'll just spend hours like doing all this stuff. Like it's, it's like having a tight budget makes you creative. It's true. Like on some levels, I'd be better off to just like buy it somewhere and then like work two extra hours somewhere. Like, (laughs) uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. I, uh, yeah, not too much buyer's remorse, I guess is. Hmm. My moral of the story. Have uh, have you ever like bought something for someone else that you've regretted? Um, I've uh, bought I bought my brother uh, electric guitar, <laughs> and then he <laughs> tried to sell it back to me. What? Like five years later. <laughs> So. Did he did he remember that you had bought it for no, him? No, that's kind of the okay the catch of it all. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, sorry, but yeah, it was pretty funny because uh, yeah, I was like, hey, you still playing that guitar? He's like, no, you can you can buy it from me if you want. It's like, oh, I say I gave that to you for the first time. Why are you trying to sell that to me? But yeah, 
I don't think I... I mean, typically, that's kind of a weird question because usually when you buy some something for someone, you're... You're, you think it's cool, so... Right, yeah. But there, there is that moment where, like... So how would you even know if it was lame gift? Uh, I guess if you, if, if your friends are white... rude, and then yeah, they're true. like, mm, I don't love this. Um, Who's done that to you? Nobody's done that to you. Mm, no. I don't think anyone's done that uh, to me. Nope. But, like, sometimes, like, you bought something for someone, and they, they already have one, and you're kind of like, oh, like, that kind of sucks. I don't know why like, I all of a sudden thought about this, but I was, <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking of this, but I just was thinking of uh, <laughs> the poetry you and Johanna and John used to write. Oh yeah. Those are, <laughs> those are classics. And I, the only reason I thought about this is, um, did I give you a gift of poetry once? That's what I, no, you didn't, <laughs> but do you wish I had given you the gift of poetry? <laughs> no, those poems were really weird. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm still, yeah, I, I'm still trying to figure out why you guys were doing, <laughs> like, what was, uh, I remember one was like the strawberry, did oh, yeah. you write a strawberry one? Uh, there's, it, there's a strawberry fields reference. Like it was the, the uh, poem was the warriors of Thorilk, I believe. <laughs> uh, there was a line, uh, bitter berry tears. They cry. It was like this, like. Like, kind of, like, fantasy, like, I don't know, like... Not... Where did this... Who started this? Was... Because uh, I remember it was, like, just you, Johanna, and John. Yeah. Maybe it, was... it wasn't even John. No. No, yeah. John was kind of there sometimes. He would come and, like, read his own stuff and then, like, not listen to anyone else's and leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very much just for John. Uh, like, yeah. Um... I think it was like I think me and John kind of started it because we'd watched Dead Poet Society. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it's pretty much a Dead Poet Society thing. Oh, really? Uh, and uh, yeah, so we'd like go into like the freezing bathroom and uh, like recite. Who's freezing bathroom? Well, like you know, how the, our school had oh, yeah. the uh, the gym like the bathrooms were not yeah. in the main building, and yeah, so like still freezing. they're still freezing. There's still no heat in there. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we'd go in like to one of the back rooms and like, like recite poems until like our hands went numb, which is about five minutes in the <laughs> like dead of January. Uh, yeah. Yep. Poetry, poetry was fun. I, I remember I took, I read the Warriors of Thorilk poem when I was in college at a poetry reading. How'd that go? Mm, not well. <laughs> could have been worse it could have been worse i was not booed off the stage so that's good that's good i i really liked that poem for some reason i, I just i just remember you guys were always like it was like completely random words that had nothing to do with anything it was kind of like the blistering wallpaper spawned its decimals Searching fervently for the eagles. <laughs> just, oh. Yeah. I I only had a handful of ones that I liked. And uh yeah, I've got a great poetry story. Um, but we're gonna have to go to break and break. Uh, we'll come come back. I'll tell you my, my poetry story about where I almost got kicked out of my poetry class. Oh, do it. So Hey honey. 
You want to go on this sweet cruise? Yeah, sure. Hey, this is going to be awesome. I wish it wasn't so expensive. It's only $500, dear. Are you tired of two expensive vacations? Call now and get to go to www.twoexpensivevacations.com to get your membership. I went to the website and I've got a vacation. That's right, you get a vacation for only a one-time annual membership fee of $6.99, you get a free vacation. <laughs> That's right, a one-time annual fee. I'm so excited. This is so much better than the $500 cruise that I had planned. Go to www.2excessivevacations.com. It's a laugh a minute. And we are back um, talking about poetry here, uh, kind of segueing off just stream of consciousness. Um, that's kind of what we do here uh, off of regretted, regretful buys, I suppose. Buyer's remorse. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I was going to tell you about the story about where I almost got kicked out of a poetry class. Uh, was this at Hanover? Uh, no, this was here in Enterprise at Fish Trap. Um, John, uh, the friend you were mentioning who had done poetry with myself and another friend, we were taking a poetry class for college credit at a local uh, kind of – it's a writer's workshop yeah, I remember um, that. place. And so we were taking it for college credit, <coughs> and uh, we had to like write haikus – um, and, uh, I don't know what a haiku is. It's a Japanese style of poetry where you do like five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. Okay. And, uh, I did something like, um, I'm trying to remember what it was like the desert, the desert absorbs blood from my dripping heart. Ah. <sighs> the lion roars or something like that. Uh -huh. And that's not a real haiku, but like there, it was kind of like this, like the lion was kind of like the warring of like emotions and like the blood, like nourished the desert, you know, uh -huh. and like something grew out of it or something. And maybe this one wasn't even a haiku, but maybe it's like a short poem that had to be five lines. Uh -huh. um, so it wasn't, I, I think it was like a five line poem or something. Anyways, I sent something like that. And like, you know, like, um, that thing with the blood and the lion, could you like tone it down? Like it's, it's a little, a little much. And like, yeah. I was like, I thought poetry was supposed to be like imagery and metaphor. And like, there's like, someone had a poem about the ducks in the pond were beautiful as the sunlight drifted across the foggy pond in a January day. And it's just like nature poetry, which is uh -huh. fine. Yeah. But it was like very... I don't know. It was just very pedantic and like, you know, being like 17, I was just like emotions and <laughs> yeah. just let it all out. And then like, also like we were reading poems that like me and my friend were like, wait, this isn't poetry. There's no rhyming. It's just like, well, why is this just because you put a line break here? Why is this part? Like, yeah, it was like, it was mind opening. Yeah. But like, I, res I resisted it a lot. Uh -huh. <laughs> like I was like, no poetry needs rhyming. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it's like emotion and rhyming. I don't want nature poems. I don't want, like, yeah. uh, I don't want this like 
there's like a short story about a guy who slaughters his pig. And it was literally, if you put it in prose, it would have been a short story. Yeah, not a poem. But he broke it up as if it was a poem. Uh-huh. And I was like, how is this poetry? Yeah. And uh, yeah, like it was very mind opening, but yeah. Huh. Yeah. Old fish trap. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't going to name them, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it is a great organization. I, I, yeah. Have you ever done anything with Fish Trap? Uh-uh. Nothing? No. Nope. Have you gone to any other seminars? I haven't yet. Okay. You live like a block from them. <laughs> I know. They're really close. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yep, not yet. Have you ever been kicked out of a class or anything? Uh, or been like reprimanded in class for doing something man, wrong? Man, Luke, you really want me to regret something. Mm, this this mm. is an episode of regrets. Okay. I'm going to find something I regret. I regret... I regret, um, hmm, man, Luke, you've just lived like an exemplary no, life. No, I haven't. Like- <laughs> the thing is, I have a terrible memory. I literally have a the worst memory on planet Earth. I, I've known you for a long time, so there's many things I think you regret, but I don't want to like put words in your mouth. Yeah. Of like uh I guess I, I regret Do you regret doing this podcast? No. Okay. <laughs> Not a gr- regret. <laughs> I regret buying a Rosignal snowboard. <laughs> no, I don't regret that though, because I have such sweet experiences with that board. This is true. So it's it a pretty terrible snowboard. It though. is, but yeah, like having to force push myself down the hill at a <laughs> at a seven grade however those grades work for going downhill but really steep and still not moving yeah yeah it's i mean well you use candle wax on that though yeah that was a bad idea that was a bad idea do you regret doing that i do but okay we found a regret brian but i don't regret it (laughs) sweet story (laughs) oh no i regret um were you ever kicked off of a mountain for like having a terrible snowboard like not having a leash no jumping off of lifts did you jump Uh -uh. were you one of those people who jumped off lifts i did not Uh. i wanted to but i wasn't brave enough to (laughs) i i never jumped off a lift either we should have maybe we will it's our bucket Uh, list i'll probably break my knees segway bucket list bucket no i'll think of a regret let me think of a regret Okay. You think of a bucket list right now. Bucket list right now. <laughs> I will think of a regret. I don't like being asked these questions because now I have to think of a bucket list. <laughs> uh, you just thought of one. Uh, being on a lift to jump it off. That's not on my bucket list. I do that's not, not? No. Even if you, your bucket list was one to a hundred of a hundred things, that's not on your I'm bucket sure list. I'm sure I could think of a hundred things I would rather do than jump off a lift. Really? Yeah. But you're an avid snowboarder. That's kind of a traditional... Yeah, well, that's it's not necessary. It's like punk traditional. It is snowboard. Yeah, and that's exactly what you are, Luke. Punk traditional. <laughs> traditional <laughs> snowboard punk. Yeah, I wasn't. I don't know. I didn't really flaunt the rules. Well, I kind of did, but not that much. You're getting cocky in your old age, though. Because <sighs> last time I went snowboarding with you, you were going probably 120. <laughs> <laughs> I do like going fast. <laughs> Man, I literally was hitting small moguls and soaring like 90 feet just trying to keep up with you. And I was like 100 yards behind you. Yeah. Well, I got my comeuppance and tore my pectoral, so... Worth it, though. Worth it. Not a regret. Do not regret it. Actually, I regret it. <laughs> yeah. I hear you there. So have you thought of... I have it. Okay. So I'm trying to spur you on on your bucket list. Great. 
We could just talk about things I regret, though. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Do I have so many regrets piled up in my life before even living three decades? Well, I bet I would have regrets like owning a timeshare, but I just was never confronted with those situations. I know I would have caved if I was oh, in man. your situation. Yeah, they were they were persistent. Yeah, there is, there is something to be said about persistence. Yeah, they were very persistent. It and, is weird. Yeah. Because I remember there's a... In my speech class, there was a fella who, because we were just talking about how persuasive, persuasive speech can be, and he told his story about how he went to a a uh, get rich quick seminar. Oh man! And he ended up at the towards the end of the seminar, and he he even told us he was like, I don't even know why I did this, but there's something about being caught up in the moment. And like you're you're inspired. Mm. He gave like all his savings, which wasn't that much. He was a young college sure. kid. But he gave his Which on some levels makes it worse though. Yeah. So he he was so inspired by this get rich kind of uh guru, like follow your dreams, do what you gotta do. That he ended up, and then after it, I mean, the fact that he he realized this was really foolish, and then he was telling the class like I can't even believe I did this, but yeah, it's, it's amazing how just the frenzy of a moment and your emotions, and, mm. but have, yeah. Have you ever been to like any sort of like large gathering where some like people are getting whipped up, like either like inspirational speakers or like, have you ever been to anything like that? Um, hmm. Uh, I don't know if I have. I mean, mm. I, I definitely think like I remember youth conferences. Uh huh. It's it's pretty easy to get, especially as a young, raging hormonal <laughs> boy with uh people your age that are mm -hmm. way cooler than you because you're wearing girl <laughs> shoes and no one else is. Do you regret wearing those girl shoes? You know what? <laughs> I thought I did, but now it's awesome. <laughs> Because my parents were so hip that they knew girl shoes would come in. And they kind of have. Yeah. I mean, mm. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty much what a Tom is, is, right? Is that what you tell yourself? What? Okay. Because <laughs> I don't think they've come in. I mean. Um, I think they have. Have you seen me wearing girl shoes? Cause... I'm not saying like really girl I'm pretty shoes. <laughs> yeah, you are hip. Anyways, yeah. I definitely like, yeah, you can, it, it is, uh, it's easier, I guess, to, to, uh, get emotional, I guess. Or even in small groups, have you ever been like in the, like, you know, that whole, you know, if all your friends jumped off a bridge, would you too? Like, were you ever swept away in a moment like that? Um, were you always like the voice of reason? The peer, peer pressure. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Well, fortunately, I think I I had pretty good friends that <laughs> wouldn't force me to jump off a bridge. So, hmm. <laughs> apparently, the most <laughs> straight laced, <laughs> regretless. Now, do you regret not having regrets? Here's another question. <laughs> there are so many regrets, I just can't remember them. Oh, I have tons of regrets. There's there's no. There's no doubt about it. So you're saying I should have like coached you on what this was going to be about? M maybe a little bit. Mm. Yeah. This yeah is... But that's not what we do here. No, not at all. <laughs> of course not.
Because <laughs> this is a, a stream of consciousness podcast. Mm-hmm. And there's it's nothing like, better than than me just talking <laughs> from the seat of my pants. It's, it's, there is nothing better. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know. How about you, Luke? Have you you've been swept away with the masses? I don't think so. Yeah, there's never been like a, a big moment where like, well, everyone else was doing it. Like there was never that. Actually, I take that back. We all bought orange pants together. That was kind of a peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was a great idea. Foolishness. We were peer pressured to look all identical to each other. <laughs> well, they were like orange prison pants. So that <laughs> might have not been the best decision. Orange prison pants that zip off to, to shorts. To prison shorts. They were old navies, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I had an orange shirt, so I like wore it. So it basically <laughs> looked like a, an escaped like juvie because like what how old were we 15 yeah 15 because i don't yeah i don't think i could drive even at that point so i was probably 15 you were to escape juvie who in, in case he got really hot <laughs> right yeah working the the gravel pits right he, he could just rip those bad boys off and uh, we bought those when Prison we went to choice. a shakespeare festival so that's classy it was really classy <laughs> we're probably some of the coolest kids yeah we know well i remember that same trip our friend John, like, and I bought the same shirt unbeknowingly. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Was uh, it a Volcom shirt? It was a Volcom shirt. Was it, Volcom? it was a red, red Volcom, Volcom shirt. Yeah. And I like wore your orange pants. <laughs> and we wore our orange pants. Because, like, I remember we walked out of the mall and I was like, oh, look at the sweet shirt I got. And John's like, hey, I got that one too. <laughs> <laughs> like, we hadn't talked to each other. Like, we both went to the same store at like separate times and like bought the same shirt. You guys were like a married couple. You merged into one. Yeah. It's I, true. I think th- another time, John and I bought the same pair of shoes. Unbeknownst to each other, like we not surprise me one bit. Like ordered them off of East Bay or something like that, and like, but his were blue, and mine were tan. Were they Sacconis? No, they were they were Vans. I oh, think they were Vans. It's like my first pair of Vans that I ever bought, and I was a little disappointed that like John bought the you, same you pair. That's cool. I was like, come on, John. Yeah. Yeah, that is unfortunate because we both came to school like, look at our new shoot. Hey, oh, we did that way too much. Well, we should probably take another break, okay. uh, throw to sponsors, um, mm-hmm. and uh, then we'll come back and maybe talk about uh, maybe some fashion regrets that you have. Um, hmm. So uh, be thinking about that while we roll our... <laughs> I'll find a regret. Will you? Okay. You better believe this I is This is a goal. By the end of this podcast, we will find some regrets from Brian. Regrets. Uh, but uh, we're going to throw to an ad here. I just want to give a shout out to our sponsor today, Protein. Uh, the first protein tea. I've uh, got a cup here of their pork flavored. It's delicious. Brian, have you had a cup of it the protein? It smells good. I haven't had it yet, but that smells incredible. Mm. We've got uh, several different flavors from protein. Uh, we've got pork, beef, chicken. Uh, there's a snake flavored one, which I heard tastes like the chicken. Um, and they're releasing a limited edition Black Rhino Protein. Um, they've got access uh, to uh, one of the five um, Black Rhinos that gets killed every year. <laughs> and uh, this tea is supposed to be off the hook. Now, it, it sounds amazing. It is going to be, I think, like $500 at a cup. 
but I've heard well it's worth it. it. Well, yeah. worth it. well worth it. Um, and uh, we've got a special deal for you podcasters today. If you go to tinyurl.com slash protein, that's P-R-O-T-E-A-N. We've got a special deal. If you type in the uh, offer code LUKETAKIA, you get 10% off uh, your first cup of Black Rhino Protein. That's 10% off. That's a super great offer. And we get a little kickback here at the, at the studios for that. Um, well worth it. I'm really enjoying my uh, pork flavored. It's kind of like drinking pork rinds. Um, and I can't think of anything more delicious. I can't either. I mean, it's ambitious for such a small Canadian mm-hmm. outpost. It's an outpost. It is it's an not outpost. even a town. It is an outpost. They're, they're segregated from the town mm-hmm. because yeah. the pork rind smell. Yeah. Yeah. Their meat processing plant is the, it, it's it, brutal. It, it is a little brutal. Um, it's but because they're saturating all those flavors into one little tiny bag. It's true. I it's think- true. And it, they use an entire animal for every single <laughs> brew. Each bag is a pig. Right. Each tiny tea bag. You've heard of pigs in a blanket. This is pig in a bag. <laughs> and it's delicious, let me tell you. I, and, you know, I've been looking for an evening drink that's warm, that's satisfying. And, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have the caffeine. Um, you know, but, and gives me that protein kick in the evening. It's and an it's, amazing boost. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, like I said, I haven't had the pork one, but the mm-hmm. chicken one, I usually, yeah. I'll brew it and you've been, and drink it and then I'll just eat the bag yep. and, and the string. Mm-hmm. And you've been on a protein diet for your dinners, right? Oh, exclusively. Uh, uh Yes, yes. I mean, it's changed you. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm also using the enhancement boost, uh, herbs that's right that. they do have an enhancement boost herbs um, from the side these herbs have been masticated by the animals before they were slaughtered um, they removed it from the cud and uh, <laughs> sell these on the side protein your protein tea I mean I love drinking mm-hmm. and I love meat so. again go to tinyurl.com slash protein that's p-r-o-t-e-a N. And uh, use our special uh, use our special code Luke to get ten percent off that black rhino. Ready? Protein. Hi. Hi. How, how's it going? Good. I I heard you guys are talking about regrets. So. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. We are absolutely talking about regrets. Yeah. So I, I saw you had an open microphone. So You bet. What's your name? Uh Bradley Lampkin. Lampkin? Lampkin. L A B or L A L A M P or L A M P like Lampkin, the lamp the, the kin, kin of lamps. Um Is that a uh is this a, a it's, traditional well, European it's, name? Yeah, or? it's it's European. It was changed at, at Ellis Island. It was supposed oh, to be Lightkin, uh, but oh. they changed it to Lamp. They anglicized it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Makes yeah, sense. yeah. Huh. Uh, from what, what did your uh, what did your family do traditionally 
I mean, oh, traditionally, my my uh, my my you talking about my great 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 <laughs> yeah. great what, grandfather. What did your family used to do? He was the uh, he was the lighter of the lamps in the, <laughs> in the town. How long did he do that for? Oh, it's a long tradition. He uh, he grew up doing that um, until uh, he was exiled. That's amazing. He could support a family just mm-hmm. lighting lamps. Yes. Seems like you'd only do that at night, though. He he had to work the night shift, yep. Mm-hmm. And he would be doing that all night? Was there someone going around snuffing the lights? Um, yeah, there was another or job. Was it was like a little bit of a it job was, security thing it, where well, his the, buddy would snuff mm-hmm. lights and he would... Yeah, the, the governor of the town had a, had a, a snuffer and a lighter. A snuffer and, and a lighter. Mm-hmm, yeah. Have you heard of the snuffkins? Uh-uh. We've been feuding with the Snuffkins for many years. Huh. Um, yeah. It's like, uh, so the Snuffers tradition probably were supposed to come in the morning, but your father had some inside, like... This is true. ...mob deal? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he... he uh, was he paid by the light? Uh, yes, per light. He was paid for every candle that he lit. Um, and it was wasn't my father. It was my, my great, 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 great yeah. grandfather. Great. Mm-hmm. And how much was he getting paid? What was this? Was Oh, I don't know what the, the, um, the going rate for that the going time rate period. was. Yeah. I think it kind of breaks down to like 50 cents a light, 50 cents a light. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, he was pretty fast and he can make some pretty good money. Mm-hmm. So, and what was he using to light? To, to light? Yeah. He had a torch. That that stayed lit throughout the entire night? Well, yeah. I mean, it was like soaked in oil and he just kind of... He had a couple that he would like once one burned down, he would uh-huh. light another. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. You, you have not... You hadn't heard of this? Uh, no, I've heard of lighting. I just didn't realize it was like mm-hmm. full time. It is. It is. Um... The, fa- the we we've fallen on hard times, um, kind of had to do some job reeducation um, with the advent of electricity. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah. Uh, do, does your family regret coming to the states stateside? Oh no, we don't regret that at all. It they was, don't miss the the former being the bearers of the light. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, we we do miss that, um, but. Electricity came to Europe too, so it, I mean that's true. It uh, once that happened, it was it was all downhill for my family. Didn't uh, didn't switch to like family members becoming going into the the uh, electrical side of light. No, not really. Uh, it just <clears throat> it doesn't have the same ambience. Um, you know now. Now my my fa- uh, my father he uh, was retrained, and uh, he was retrained as a uh, as a campfire starter. Mm. He's employed by the government, um, the U.S. Forest Service, uh-huh. and he just starts fires in, and so that's what he does now. Fires, um, j- randomly. Well, not there. There is a purpose. There is always a purpose. A lampkin has a purpose. It's on but the family not, crest, and that is, is he, to light is he, the fire for the people. 
Is and he going so, into random campsites and lighting their fires unbeknownst the campers? Well, some campers are upset that he is lighting the fires for them. Um, but, you know, he it's just part of what he does. It's part of the service. And they keep dousing them, but, you know, he comes back <laughs> around and he starts those fires up. It's part of what the lampkin does, you know, it keep the fire burning. And, and have, um, do, do you carry on this torch or? Uh, I do. Um, I am currently employed um, once every four years. Um, I light the Olympic torch. I keep wow. that fire going. No way. The fire continues to burn, and it okay. is my responsibility. I think I've seen you. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, you run up and light it. Yep. Well, I don't. I don't run up and light. But I'm there guiding the people who light it. Oh, you're. Mm-hmm. So did I see you in the shot? Uh, most of the time, I'm out of the shot, but you can see me kind of running alongside uh, the runners, encouraging them. You know, light the lamp, you know, keep the fire burning, be a lampkin. And, uh, you know, when they do that, they too are an honorary lampkin. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's kind of right now I'm on my downtime and, uh, you know, and I say once every four years, um, they did have me stop doing the Winter Olympics, but I'm hoping that I can get back into it. Why would they... Why weren't why weren't you doing those? Um, you know, there was there is an incident. Um, I have a lot of regrets about it, and uh, I kind of wanted to come onto this podcast and talk about my regrets. Um, I I regret. Um, oh boy, it's all right, Bradley. This is hard. This is really hard. I didn't I didn't expect this to be this hard. Let it all out. <sighs> I, I don't know if I does this get Actually, aired? You, uh, does this you, get aired? Because you don't have to let it out. I mean, you can. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I know I want to let it out. I want to let it out. Um, I accidentally snuffed the Olympic torch. How, how I be? I was a snuffkin. Okay, I was a snuffkin. I was a snuffkin. How do you snuff an Olympic torch? Isn't it lit by. I tripped. I tripped, and uh, it was the middle of the night. Um, only a few people saw it, you know, because the Olympic fire burns on forever. But I tripped, and I severed the hose to the propane, and the the entire um, torch fell over, and it was snuffed in the snow. You severed the propane line? I did. What? I did. Huh. Um, Usually those are harder to sever than just tripping on them. I Unless it was made out of... Uh, um, they had a plastic hose. It was one of those modern plastic hoses. Uh, um, it was not OSHA approved. They were trying to cut corners um, in Sochi. Um, I'm sure you heard about all of that. I did, yeah. Um, I went into the bathroom stall to cry, but there were no stalls. Wow. And uh, so I just cried in front of uh, three men who were pooping, and it was very... <laughs> that would be absolutely... It, uh... it was traumatic. Yeah. It was traumatic. Um, the Sochi officials came to me, and they said, um, you know, Bradley Lampkin, did you become a snuffkin? And snuff our lamp because we have been, were you trying to infiltrate? And I was locked. I was locked in an interrogation room for three months. 
and uh, they thought I was a Snufkin agent, and I I finally was able to convince them that I was not a Snufkin, that I am indeed a Lampkin. Um, but uh, in punishment, I am not allowed at the Winter Olympics. Um, but they allowed me to keep the Summer Olympics, so I'm. Uh, I'm in there. this in this battle that's been raging on for centuries, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yes. How yes. do how does a Snufkin and a Lightkin? Lampkins. Are. Lampkin. Lampkin. How does we a, are? Yeah, we are lightkins uh, over in the old world, though. Okay. So, so how does mm-hmm. a snuffkin and a lightkin disguise? So, I mean, obviously, this is like a mm-hmm. secret battle. Right. Yes. Not many people have heard of this yeah, feud. It's kind of underneath. Yeah. Um. So how do we? What was yeah, the question? Yeah. So so how does, for instance, mm-hmm. I'm a lightkin. And I don't want to know. Let the Snufkins <laughs> know that I'm around, uh, keeping the the fire alive. Right, right. And the Snufkin doesn't want to know. Mm-hmm. Wants you to know that they're trying to snuff out the light. Right. What have you guys seen? How they try to disguise themselves in this? Yes. Um, most of the time. How uh, do you disguise yourself in your secret? Oh, path? I just I look uh, pretty normal most uh-huh. of the time. Um, I do have my lampkin uh, uniform that I pull out for official functions, um, such as the the Olympics. Um, <laughs> so that's not very uh, secretive then. <laughs> so they they kind of know your identity. <laughs> yes, we live in the light. We are not deceptive. Oh, we are the, we are the lampkins. We live in the light. But it is a secret battle. The battle, yes, the battle is secret. So um, how do I, how do I go about? finding a snufkin do they can they transform themselves no this is not a magical thing i don't know why you are assuming this is these are human beings when i say transform i mean in a purely aesthetical oh okay well yeah well they're i mean i guess have you heard of the ninja yeah uh ninja roughly translates in um from japanese as um snuff snuffer of light um this really? is why they wear the dark hoods and the dark you know they sneak around in darkness that makes sense because they're snuffing the lights have you have you ever watched a a ninja a movie i have yeah usually before they commit their crimes what do they do to the lights snuff them out they snuff them out is uh do you think power rangers is like the way cuz i've i've noticed that it's like Ninjas in the light, like bright colors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bright attire, right? Flashy mm-hmm. moves. Mm-hmm. Yep. Trying yep. to protect people in the name of justice. Right. Is this propaganda from the Snufkins trying to? It is, and uh, yeah, um, the the there is a secret, um, uh, a cult, um, of people wishing to push the the Snufkin agenda, in media. Um, the rise of the ninja kung fu movies um, definitely was promoting making snuff kinning look cool, uh-huh. making it look appealing. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, nin, you know, the uh, these uh, Power Rangers. Um, I am so glad they are off the air now, not influencing young minds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess my question is, what could you do to make? The keepers of the lights more sexy, more mm. more well, vibrant. We were trying um, I, the lighting of the torch only happens once every four years. Yes. So in our media soaked, I wish fifteen second 
clip culture how do, how do you uh... it's very hard and it's really hard to get it through the uh you know the snuffkin illuminati mm-hmm. because they're controlling everything in the media they, um apparently know, they have hasbro or isn't that mm-hmm. what power rangers is i, I believe know. so mattel mm-hmm. mattel yeah all mm-hmm. of these um you know snuffing out the light mm-hmm. you know um and uh even you know shooting on uh you know film you know on on digital cameras now you don't have to use as much light the snuffkins are eliminating Uh light out of everything Uh um we did have a couple scripts that went through but they got heavily edited um you know we are trying to get scripts for what well have you heard of the film little miss sunshine yes she was supposed to be in the original drafts she was she was a lampkin her name or well, she was she wasn't going to a fashion show. She was supposed to be going to a torch lighting show. Have oh, you, really? Yeah, and yeah, uh, I've never the, heard about this. Uh, do you know the film? Though I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the little girl was supposed, to, you know, be going to a torch lighting thing and becoming, you know, a, a woman that is becoming a lampkin, um, heiress into the lighting of the lamp and bringing the light. And uh, the the uh, Illuminati they changed that script. Um, have you heard of the show Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yes. Again, that wasn't supposed to be set in a bar. That was supposed to be a torch lighting um, facility. Really? Mm-hmm. They were supposed to be manufacturing torches, but they changed it to a bar. And that's because Danny DeVito is a, is a snuffkin. Really? And uh, he came in and he said, I like your show, but it needs to be set in a bar. And they're like, well, Danny DeVito wants to be in it. And he snuffed out the light that was supposed to be sunny in Philadelphia. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But is it just, if I may play the devil's advocate, mm. snuffing <clears throat> fire is potentially pretty dangerous. I mean, there's a reason. Well, we probably again, don't... snuffkin. This is snuffkin propaganda. Fire is not but dangerous. For instance, I mean, lighting torches on the streets, mm-hmm. flames could flick out, burn down houses. Mm. Is that yeah. something? But that's that's I mean, what the light wills. To burn down my house? Not necessarily, but in the middle of the night, sometimes the light must consume what it needs to consume. Mm. And uh, that's that's really what lightkins are about is you know bringing the light to the world, even if the light if the world isn't ready for the light, mm-hmm. you know the the ever eternal flame, mm. um, yeah. Which is kind of the the point of the Olympic torch, the exactly the, the ever burning torch, the ever burning torch, and uh, we just want to share that torch with the entire world, you know. And if the world isn't ready to have the have the light, embrace them then, uh, you know, that's their problem. But the light will always win. Mm. You've heard this. Yes, light light always wins over darkness. Yeah. And uh, that's 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 on the Lampkin crest. Hmm. I didn't realize they had a crest. Mm-hmm. No, we do have a crest. Huh. Um, see, I have it tattooed right here. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's an interesting spot to tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just uh, right here over, over my uh, right breast. And now that's the traditional place uh-huh. to be, to be uh, tattooed yeah. for a lambkin. Wow, it's mm-hmm. huge. It is quite large. Uh, it kind of takes over your entire body. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
So um, it was interesting that you just said right breast when that's actually just the 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 uh, it is the, the wing. Yes, that is the wing um, of the flame of the angel, <laughs> the the flaming angel. Uh, that's falling. It is falling. It is falling. Uh, and uh, but that is that is. Have you ever heard of how you know the fire was flung from the heavens down to the earth? It's an old myth, but it's not just a myth. It's truth. And we want to fling the fire, fling the light all over the earth. And uh, that's that's what us lampkins do. Is uh, just fling the fire. And, uh, you know, just uh, make people embrace the original light and not worship the false light that is electricity. Um, Snuffkins, you know, Snuffkins uh, are out there, you know, wielding this false light, you know, able to snuff anything with a flick of a finger. And that is not how light should be treated. Light is wild. It is beautiful it is wild it is do you, do you all have, consuming do you have electricity in your home Brad? i do not you do you do not have electricity in your home no i do not do you use electricity of any sort i do not absolutely not none <laughs> so why do you seem confused well i'm just trying to think of like common things like taking a shower. Or, oh, yes, I do that. But you don't use electricity? I do not. Do you heat your water? I do. Over a stove? Yes. And then pour it out of your body? I do. Okay. Yes. Wow, that is that, is, is, that is noble of you. Thank you. How did you it's know this It's not often I get recognized for yeah. my nobility. Were you uh, repressed in your... I mean, you seem savvy in the like technology. Like you said, this is a open mic and yes how, how do you how are you so familiar with so many electro and how do you feel about like the olympics using so many electrical devices like propane lines it's pretty advanced technology and you seem to be well propane is fine like if it wampooing if it if it feeds if it feel, feeds the all eternal light then uh, that that is what feeds the lampkin might you know, and so, which is the crest tattooed on your chest? Well, that's that's one of the many mottos that we have as yeah. as a clan. Yes, huh. um, yeah. And every time we think of a new one, we kind of get it worked into that tattoo. I have a great tattoo artist. I know. I'm a... if uh, if you if you ever need him. Okay. Uh, Thank you. His his name is uh, Michael, and uh, you can just mention me. You'll probably get a ten percent discount. Great. And uh, that's that's very noble and uh mm-hmm. I, I i was just surprised because i I've, i don't i've never met anyone who doesn't use electricity really so a lot of us a lot of us like kins like to hang out in pennsylvania mm. um you know and sometimes we operate under you know a lot of lampkins are actually mennonites and uh amish are you familiar with the amish i am yes um yeah a lot of them are lampkins Wow, mm-hmm. I did not realize it, but yeah. it all makes sense now. Strong, strong community there. Huh. Um, so, yeah, so I'm just here to talk about, you know, just, uh, you know, bringing the light to people and yeah. my regrets of... No regrets of, of the bringing one, the light. No, no regrets of that. And uh, I wish to atone for my one mistake when I was a snuffkin. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, and hopefully I, I have atoned uh, by bringing the fire. I have brought the fire here. If you can see this, these rows of torches. Oh. Uh, yep. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't see those before. They've been just burning here. They are consuming my couch. Uh, yes, uh, they they have consumed your couch. But that's how, with how the light works. That that is. See, you have seen the light. I'm you, seeing it. You are so wise, Brian. You are so wise. Thank you, Bradley. Well, I'm gonna head off here, okay. and uh, I've still got a couple torches that need to uh, share their light before they are extinguished. So, um, I shall bid you adieu. Um, but just uh, you know, think about what I've said. I will, Bradley. Uh, and uh, feed the light. I'm Bradley Lampkin. You take care of yourself, Bradley. Goodbye, Brian. What happened to my couch? Brian, were you smoking in here? Um, <clears throat> I, that I that is one of my what? regrets. What do you smoking? What smoking? Not so much smoking. What but about my couch? I just have a habit of flicking. Flicking things, and you didn't put it out. Like you just, notice. you just watched it burn. I didn't notice it was burning. You didn't. Well, I could smell it. It's not that from... big of a couch, Luke. <sighs> I wow. will replace it. I am so sorry. I will replace your couch. You burned. Okay. Wow. Um. Yeah, wow. I kind of that. regret having you on the show. Wow. I'm sorry you didn't. About that. You, you did like you. Not like you just burned a small hole here. I know. I uh, well, it isn't that big of a couch. It's pretty small, more it's like a some... chair or maybe an ottoman. Yeah, well, kind of, yeah. But I can't afford much more for my studio no, here. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I will gladly replace it. I think I have a, a pillow, huh. at home that will replace. Well, be about equivalent to your. Couch. Okay. Well, I wish we'd gotten your final regret. Maybe we'll have you back. I don't know if you you didn't even notice that the entire couch is burning down. I am so sorry, didn't realize. Well, maybe we'll have you back. Maybe we'll talk about regrets. But uh, man, I wish I could have been here for that last last segment here. But I just had to step out for a little bit. Yeah, sorry. About um, that. yeah, this has been great. Do you want to plug anything, Brian? Your band that you're in? I don't. Brian does not want <laughs> to plug his band. <sighs> no plug. Okay. No plugging for Brian. This is uh, Ben Luke Luke Takia. Check out our stuff on YouTube, podcasts and stuff. Brian's been on the other podcast, Luke Talk, uh, Luke Topia, which uh, was my old improv podcast. So you can hear other of his stuff there. Um, any final thoughts, Brian? Um, thanks for having me, Lukester. <laughs> it's been fun having you. Well. Uh, See y'all later. Brian, are you tired of boring old cruises where nothing happens? Yeah. Try Cthulhu cruises. Are you familiar with Cthulhu? No, but I have $500. For $500, <laughs> you can get the Cthulhu cruise and get the full Cthulhu Ancient One experience. Sweet. I don't even know how to spell Cthulhu. Neither do I, but it's awesome. It's a giant squid monster that all the nerds love. Try the Cthulhu cruise. At the end of the cruise, the entire ship gets attacked by a giant squid. Don't worry though, it's part of the Cthulhu experience. Do I have to renew a membership? Nope. At the end, the Ancients ones consume your soul, and then you all die. 
for the low, low price of $500. That's right, Brian. It is a low, 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 low price. Come now and board the Cthulhu cruise. All hail the ancient ones. Luketopia is part of the Luketopia network. Check out our other podcast, Luketopia, an improv podcast on the iTunes podcast store. We also have sketch comedy talk show called Hindsight. Check it all out. LuketopiaComedy.com. You can follow me, Luke, at Luke Zwan on Twitter. 